Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. Welcome to episode 24. Once again, guys, welcome. Appreciate you being here. Today's topic is going to be financial discussion. So, just uh, okay. <laughs> a little tough time. The inspiration for this uh, episode kind of came from, uh, kind of came from. Uh, little discussion I had with uh, a friend of mine, the uh, the guy I swap, one of the team drivers I swap with up there in Illinois, and uh, we were chatting last night, and you know we got to talking about finance stuff. You know, shout out to Dell. <laughs> Don't know if you'll ever if you'll ever hear this podcast, but if you do, shout out to Dell. You know what? How you doing, bro? <laughs> but um, yeah, we were talking about finance and stuff, and I was kind of um, you know we were talking about the differences between like financially how things are for me versus how, they, how things are for him and his wife and um, you know I was telling him how you know I mean even though I make decent money we're still check to check you know do the best we can literally take it week by week I pay what I can each week I do, the, I do what I call the bill shuffle you know pay whatever you can this week and then whatever you can't pay gets shuffled to next week making a payment arrangement with them, you know. Told them how I have things like Rena Center, you know, I have a couple of accounts with them, which is another, <laughs> I could go, for, go on for a little bit just talking about that because I started with Rena Center. Don't get me wrong, I think like I think they're great. You know, I love the fact that basically for anybody, any family out there that can't afford to like pay like a grand for something, like to buy an appliance or something, it's really nice to, to have that available, to have that possibility. You know, to be able to uh, work through Rena Center or errands, um, and basically, you know, get an item you need, whether it's a, a washer, dryer, whether it's a, a bedroom set or computer. You know, so when we first moved out to Tennessee back around 2015, I believe it was, it's like the tail end of 2015. Um, we, you know, we didn't have a washer dryer, but our apartment had connections, had the washer dryer connections. And so at some point, I don't know how, I don't remember how long it was, but at some point I kind of looked up errands and, you know, they had a, a deal on a, a washer dryer pair. It's like a Samsung washer dryer pair that, uh, was electronic or they both electric and, um, like the digital front on them and stuff and they would have the musical tone whenever your whatever your your load is done so pretty awesome pretty awesome uh, stuff you know we so we had that pair we were paying like 130 bucks a month or something for it i don't remember how long we paid for i think we paid for it for about a year before we paid paid them off it's like 1200 or something for that for the set and then um at one point i got a gift for my wife, kind of like a Christmas present or something. I went through Aaron's again, and I got a 
entertainment center. I got a like a entertainment center with a TV with the, the like fifty like a fifty-two inch or something or something like that. Yeah, probably like a fifty-two inch uh, flat screen TV that we were gonna put in our bedroom. Surprised her with that. They thankfully the delivery guy, whenever I did the order, he showed up with the merchandise. I had him help me bring it upstairs, and I got it into the closet. Both those boxes in the closet, or whatever. So that way, you know, I had the next couple weeks where Aaron had no idea until you know Christmas came, and all, I said, "Oh, by the way, I didn't even wrap it," because I was like, "Yeah, I'm not done digging this out of the, the closet to wrap it, only to put it back in or to, to the dragon downstairs." So I, I thought, well, you know what? I'll just leave it unwrapped, and I'm just gonna surprise her. Like I'll just, you know. So Chris, Christmas morning, we were unwrapping presents or whatever, and we got to the end. Like, All right, well, that's the last time. I'm like, no, not quite. Love, would you follow me upstairs for a second? And she's like, what? And the kids followed us, of course, and I opened the closet door and said, Merry Christmas. And she's like, what the hell is it? <laughs> I said, it's an entertainment center and TV for her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Surprisingly, you know, over the years, it really didn't get used that much because, of course, we had a TV you know, downstairs, too, so... Like, anytime we used our TV in our room was kind of when we had company over and they were watching TV downstairs. We'd be upstairs watching something in our room, you know. So, went through them for that. Uh, and then went through them for, and it was unplanned. Like, went through them for uh, MacBooks. Like, we, like, Aaron and I were both um, in the Aaron's storefront location. Just, uh, I don't remember what we are doing. I think we were making a payment, and then we, we happened to notice they had MacBooks in there. I looked for computers and errands before, but I only noticed they had, like, some, some crap laptops. You know, like, not even... They didn't... They, they said they were gaming ones, but they, you know, didn't even look that great. You know, and I was like, eh, I don't know. But then I saw but then I saw they had MacBooks, so I was not kind of inquiring, like, how much, like, like, what do you, you know, how much are these per month? Oh, that's 125 a month for each one. And I was like, oh, okay. So, I was like, let's go ahead. We're going to each get one. So, we added that on our, you know. So, that was 250 a month out of the top of the day, which financially wasn't a smart move. But, you know, we both wanted, you know, we both, you know, it was something we both wanted for a while, but we hadn't done. Because, of course, like, MacBook's only 1500 or whatever, depending on which model you get. So, so uh, we got those home, and, you know. Went through all that with them and no longer have accounts with errands but now i have accounts with the center because at one point uh, probably about i believe it was after i came off the road because um yeah. but uh, i think let's see it's probably four years like four-ish years back um i went through Renner center I got a because we had a we had a queen size bed at that point. We had furniture like dressers and whatnot that we'd had for a long time that I think even got passed down from you know her family or from my family or whatever. So you know nothing nothing really fancy. Just you know hey guess what we have a dresser we're not using okay. So <clears throat> so I went through Rita Center and I got a bedroom set king size bedroom set for us. So it came with king size bed, bed frame, mattress. Uh, instead of having the bed frame, instead of having the uh, the uh, box frame, which I had, I thought everything. You know, we'd had 
pretty much a mattress box spring for so long that like I didn't think there's anything different but then you get this mattress and you get this frame this metal frame that they set up on the ground like a stand or whatever and your mattress goes on top of that instead of on top of the box spring. I was like oh wow that's pretty cool you know, it'll definitely make it easier when we whenever we do finally get a house you know get out of the freaking apartment complex <laughs> stop being renters start being buyers but you know it'll help it'll be a little bit easier to move at that point because we won't have to worry about lugging a uh, box spring downstairs but um so we did that and while they all still had probably about two or three months left on that and that's what i got my youngest <clears throat> i got her her own bedroom set as well because she'd been you know she had hand me down furniture as well including like the bunk bed that she that she was sleeping in her oldest had slept in that when she was younger when she was basically you know before she was 10 it was like she was a really young kid all the way up until, you know, sometime when she was a teenager. And I think that's when she passed that she got her own bed and she passed it down to or passed the bunk bed down to her younger sister or whatever. So, so she had had that for a while. And so uh, I wanted to, I wanted to upgrade her. So I went through Renaissance Center again. And of course, because I still had balance from the current bedroom set that I was paying off for us. I technically didn't have the um, available credit on my account to actually um, to um, you know add another add another account on my uh, you know for my or add another yeah it's technically I guess it's a I don't know what the term they use for it. basically you have multiple you have one account your main account and then you have you know what if you have any other things you're paying on it's like your agreements. So I guess that's what it was like. Other agreements, you know. And I didn't have the. the sorry about. Sorry everybody hitting bumps out here on good old Interstate 24. You know, which of course I'm in the seat where the, the truck where the seat bounces on me or whatever. Despite what, I, despite the boss, you know, let him know whatever. And he was like, well, I you know made it like the shop. They checked it out, didn't see anything. I'm like, did they drive it though? <laughs> like when uh you know people have problems with their car and they take it into the you know then they take it to the shop and the mechanic can't duplicate you know what was going on <laughs> so, so here we go the road smoothed out awesome but uh so I didn't have the available, and I had to, sorry guys, I had a little bit of a brain fart for a minute. I was like, what was I talking about? Okay, oh yeah. <laughs> it's a problem when, you get, when you're tired. So I didn't have the available credit technically to add another agreement on my account or whatever. But when I, you know, when I went online and I applied for it or whatever, they called me from the store and said, yeah, we want to know when, you, when, like, when you'd be able to take delivery for your, your order. And I asked them, I said, Am I able to get it though? Because it said online that I didn't have the available credit. They're like, no. They're like, well, yeah, technically no. But you've been, you've been, you know, a customer, customer of ours for the past like, year and a half. You're pretty, you're practically one of our best customers because we never, never have a problem with you. You always pay on time. Because you know, I, I asked them like, hey, can I pay weekly? Because that's how often I get paid. I'd rather make a smaller payment on a weekly basis than plan for the. Hey, guys, what? Well, we want like two hundred dollars every month. 
technically you're paying the same, but $50 a week. I'm not saying that's what I'm paying, but I'm just saying it as an example. Like if you're paying $200 for the month, but you broke it down into $50 a week payments, that's a little easier to handle for me than, you know, $200 all at once. So I try to break them down to smaller payments. That way, try to make each check stretch a little bit more, you know? So hers is like 30 bucks a week, I think. 35, something like that. So, well, the total cost, I think it was like, no, not, well, her, let's see. No, because she had a full bedroom set, just like we did. So hers is like 60 or 70 bucks a week. It, it advertised initially 30 bucks a week, and I thought, oh my God, that's actually really good. But then apparently I found out <laughs> that didn't include the mattress, bed frame, and one like the side table or something. It came with like two items, like the bed, like the bed, not not kind of like the wooden frame, but not the metal frame, you know. So the wooden bed frame, it came with something else in a mirror, and I was, and of course, like he was like, he asked me on the phone initially, he's like, it doesn't come with such such. Do you want, you know? I'm like, oh, it doesn't come with a mattress. Like, That's weird. I was like, yeah, I want to get that for you know. And uh, you know the, the same like our like our bedroom set. And he's like, okay, I gotcha, gotcha. And he, uh, you know, when it when it got delivered, I had to get on the phone with him like a couple times because they were delivering it. But then I found out they had a mattress but no metal frame or box spring to go underneath it. Just the, the mattress would basically be down on the floor in between the wooden sides of the the wooden frame. And I was calling him, going, yeah. Um, that's not gonna work. We need we need the metal frame too, and so I had to do another signature or whatever. And they, they were gonna bring that. And then I then I heard that the match <laughs> the mattress that they brought and it was supposed to be according to me, what I was told was a brand new mattress. But what I heard after they delivered, my wife was calling me going, There's fucking cigarette burns on this mattress. And there's little gray patches or whatever, and I was like, Oh crap. So I called the guy back, basically, yeah, I'm being told there's, like, cigarette burns, and there's little worn-out areas in the mattress. I was like, I thought this was brand new. He goes, he goes, well, it should be, hold on. And he looks at it and goes, ah, for some reason, somebody put used in here or whatever. And I'm like, why the hell would anybody buy a used mattress? That's disgusting. You know, so he's like, don't worry, we're, I'm sending the guy back out. We're going to bring the new mattress out there, grab the old one. I'm like, all right, cool, thank you so much. So, everything finally got delivered. <laughs> that put, that... I was already paying like 70 or 80 bucks a week for our for our bedroom set. And you know, then they had that one and I you know I went went to pay that week or the following week to go ahead and do my weekly payment. I was at like 160 bucks or whatever. I was like, whoa shit. So at first I was all freaking out going, oh man. I just made it a lot a lot more harder to handle, you know. But I did that for probably about two months and then it went back down to 80 something because we paid that I I got the email like, congratulations, you owed it. You know, we apparently paid off our bedroom set. So, so got that right there. And then, um, I had to add, because our, our washer decided it was just going to quit on us. So at some point I had to add a Maytag washer. And that put, you know, that of course put us like 110. And, uh, Her, it's funny, her bedroom set isn't all in there as one payment, like one um, item. It's in there as separate items, which I guess is kind of cool because that way, as I'm, because some of the items might be cheaper and smaller, so as I pay those off, then the balance, so the total amount per week drops versus like 
a full amount like what I had with ours. We didn't have individual items. It was just bedroom set, 85 or 75 or whatever. Hers was like mattress, this much. Box spring, around their frame, this much. Side table, a mirror, this much. So I, I paid off almost everything but her. I think I'm still paying on her main part, or like her, her, bat, her bed, pretty much. But I paid off the smaller items. And so at one point, we, <laughs> I got down to where our bill every week was like 30 bucks. Like, cool. And I was working towards that, you know, because the whole topic discussion, you know, financial discussion. So like, I got down to 30 bucks. And I was, I was really like, all right, cool. You know, you know, I don't plan on adding anything else. But then, like I said, I had, you know, at one point I had to add, add a washer. And so, like, you know, it didn't take me long to pay that off. Though. That was only, that was a pretty cheap washer. It was like 700, six or 700. So I got it paid off pretty quick. So we backed down to 30. And then, um, I was not one, I, I, I had, I'm not an iPhone person, you know. No, no judgment if you guys are. <laughs> I'm, I'm like Apple-wise, I love the MacBooks, but I, I'm not really a huge fan of the iPhone. I've never done the iPhone. I've only done like iPads, MacBooks. My wife, on the other hand, she switched from Android, you know, the Galaxy, whatever, to an iPhone for a little while probably had it for like six months or a year and then she, she didn't switch it back because she didn't like she didn't really care for the phone for iphone as much she thought the samsung she thought she thought the, the android phones were a hell of a lot better you know so that's a that's a that's a debate that we that i could do on a podcast episode i could get i could probably even do it with my uh you know one of my best friends you know shout out to kirsten like get her on a freaking somehow figure out how to record a conversation between us and have that be part of the podcast because she's all iPhone all the way. She does, you know, about how like I'm not going to move to the dark side. A friend of ours, Rob, at one point he he switched from they've been a long like lifelong iPhone. At one point he switched over to the Galaxy. Had it for not even a couple weeks, for like two three weeks, probably about two weeks, and he went back and traded it back in and got iPhone again because he said it was too much phone for him. So that's. That would, you know, so that's why I think I, I could see Android and iPhone being a being a topic for discussion. One of these one of these episodes. What do you guys think? Feel free to <laughs> drop me a line in the you know Blodge Show Podcast at gmail.com. But otherwise, and I want also before I continue on, I want to do a shout out to my bro Rico because in his podcast, which you guys should totally look him up, uh, Alien Nation in the Basement. If you look him up on, uh, I haven't looked him up on. On uh, iHeart, but uh, if you look him up on uh, on uh, Spotify, I know for a fact that Spotify it, basically his image for his podcast is a white box with a green alien is alien alien. Uh, you could tell that could probably base my age a little bit when I like literally every time I just said alien, I wanted to say ant farm. <laughs> alien ant farm. Andy, are you okay? But. But, um, but yeah, he has it's Alien Nation in the basement, I believe, is what it's in. Now, cause now I'm confusing myself. Now that I've kind of delved off and went up two different directions. But it has a white box, green alien, whatever. And it's a really good podcast, really awesome podcast. He does some uh, some uh, hip-hop. He talks about hip-hop and stuff. You know, so really awesome stuff. I'm actually, like, part of how I've 
come so far, like those of you that have been with me since the beginning, if you go back to episode one, you'll hear that it sounds a lot better now. It was initially recorded on my phone. Um, and, you know, you can hear the background sounds because I'm going down the road or whatever, I had the phone on the dash or whatever. So it was hands-free, I wasn't holding it or whatever. But, um, but now I've been able to, because I've learned from my bro, you know, learned from Rico. Or as he's known on there, aka the voice, aka Mr. Fantastic. But he does he also records his own stuff. For uh, uh, you know, he does like rap stuff, you know, rap music. Writes his own lyrics, puts his own music together, and you know, then records. So if you want to check his stuff out, by all means guys go over there, check him out. It's like I know he, he's doing shout out to me his side which I didn't even I didn't realize I mean I know that he, he's done them on previous episodes but I listened to his uh, most recent one earlier today while going down the road on my way to Illinois and I had and then I had to do a shout out to him you know I did a, a voice clip with him saying like holy crap man because I got two thirds of the way into his, his episode you know I'm just like enjoying it you know and all of a sudden he's like all of a sudden he's like yeah I guys gotta check out my bro's podcast he's really awesome really down to earth really laid back you know keeps it real and, he, and I thought he was talking about some random person. All of a sudden, he goes, my bro, Christopher Blodgett, the Blodgett Show. Check him out. I said, holy shit. <laughs> so I had to jump on there on a on a, on a um, uh, voice clip. And we were crossing the bridge into, into to Kentucky. But I had to get on a voice clip. Like, hey, bro. I, I was like, man, I totally caught me off guard, man. I listened to your, your episode earlier. And it, you got to where you do a shout out to me whatever you mentioned me in my podcast and like holy crap <laughs> so I was like he's like yeah man you know you know how we roll but yep so pretty awesome stuff guys go check out his podcast guys I think you won't be disappointed but a lot of but a lot of the little edits and tweaks and little cleanups and stuff I've done for the episodes of this podcast be able to add background music and stuff like that I learned from you know he didn't like he didn't necessarily show me because he and I don't live close by he's in like he's in charlotte i'm in nashville so it's like but you know from his coaching i guess he's been able to be like yeah i should do this man or i've noticed what he's done whatever because there are a couple episodes that he actually edited for me which i'm totally grateful you know but then i now i'm kind of figuring figuring out how to do some of that stuff myself so that way i don't have to tag him for it you know i appreciate it that he was that he was willing to do it back then i'm glad that i'm able to able to do a little bit of it. I'm still nowhere near his calendar. So again, shout out to you, man. You're awesome. Like, if I ever be able, if I'm ever able to, uh, you know, put uh, music to my, my lyrics that I wrote, yes, guys, I've never said this before to anybody. Enrico commented about this on his last post, or his last episode, about, about how he didn't know if I had met, mentioned that because they're talking about singers and writing your music. And, you know, he knows that I've written a few songs but i've i've done never, that's as far as it went i haven't put music to it i've you know deter, i haven't figured out like how i want it to sound pitch wise as far as like how the, you know when you actually sing it what your vocals will sound like i know eventually that's what i plan to do but that's going to be for when i'm you know able to free up you know not be working quite so hard can free up time and i can focus on you know getting a, a book written you know a book written and figure out how to uh, make progress with my music, with my songs, you know, actually get some music put together and stuff like that. So who knows, maybe eventually you'll have a, uh, when you guys are, 
will be tuning in and I'll be demoing little parts of songs I might have put out there, but you know, not going to be anytime soon. <laughs> but, but anyway, guys, um, so I got down to 30 bucks per week with Renner Center, and then um, I had to, like, I had a, uh, a Google Pixel, I think it was the fifth one, like Google Pixel 5. And see, I'm the kind of the way I am with my phone. See, my wife would upgrade phones every time. Like you know, every time a new phone came out, I want to get the new one. It looks fancy. And I'm like, no, we need it. Like our phones are totally cool. Like we don't, like, we don't need to make the, the financial. We don't need to make to buy another phone. Or we can wait. We can try to just. You know, wait till there's another another model out. We can go with the next model to be cheaper. <laughs> but I try to keep my phone, you know, for as long as I can until I have to upgrade. You know, so I had the Google Pixel Five, and that was probably about the two-year mark with it. And was planning to see if I get another six or eight months out of it. Probably put money aside to pay cash for, to upgrade to the Google Pixel Seven. But. It got to a point where I started having these little problems with my phone. And, um, and it just, uh, like, I'm talking to, like, the line hall office would try to call me. And I wouldn't even, my phone wouldn't even ring. I'd have my phone, like, on the mount right in front of me, you know, going down the highway. Bloop! Missed call. What the fuck? So I tried to call him back. Can't get them. They try to call me back. Bloop. Missed call. What the? <laughs> I tried to call back again. They finally, this time I finally get them on the phone. They're like, what the fuck is wrong with your phone? I'm like, I have no fucking idea. So I started like, crap. I'm going to have to upgrade. You know, because it was randomly like disconnected from the network. Um, you know how when phones, as they upgrade technology, you know, towers and whatnot, eventually especially like the older smartphones, all of a sudden like some certain things aren't working because they're upgrading the towers and you need like, you need, like upgraded, updated software that might not be available for your model phone unless you go with a newer phone. So I was like, ah, man, I'm gonna have to probably upgrade. Didn't have the money to do it though. And you know, I didn't have the credit to do it either because usually to get a free phone or whatever. T-Mobile is funny as hell. We have them for our phones, which, we don't have our, either my phone or my wife's phone financed through them. I, my wife's phone is paid off, bought it with cash on a, or paid cash for hers. And then, um, and then with mine, of course, like I decided to go through Rena Center to get my phone. But it's funny, T-Mobile, you try, I try to go through them to finance a phone and it's like a thousand dollar phone and they want, yeah, you're approved. We don't, we want 900 down and then we finance the remaining hundred bucks for two years. I'm like, uh, yeah, screw that. Renaissance was telling me that I could basically get my the phone I wanted, pay like 35 bucks a week. You know, yeah, I'm going to be paying extra for it compared to what I would, if I bought it outright at the store or whatever, but you know, like I said, a lot of us financially, we don't have the option to, uh, you know, buy it outright. So, it's nice to have these other options, you know, 
obviously eventually be in a position where I'm not going to do the rent to own thing. I'm going to basically just go and get what we need. But right now we're not there yet. So, so that added 35. So that put our put us up to like 65. And then um, a little while later. Probably, it was probably like a month or so. I noticed when I was getting stuff out of the way of the, the chest freezer, or as a lot of people call it, the deep freeze. I was getting stuff out of the deep freeze for dinner, and I was noticing that things were not quite as frozen as they should have been. And um, you know, you dig down far enough, and there's like some of the items at the bottom are even more thought out. I'm like, oh crap, we're losing like our freezer's going. And, I, and it gave it a couple more days because I was like, I don't try to think of what to do. Because I was like, I really didn't want to add another account, but I was also thinking we have a lot of food in our freezer. So I basically I said, fuck it, you know, might as well, you know. I'd rather save the food because you know, majority of our food is for, like well, we have a lot of stuff in the pantries and stuff, but we we do tend to get a lot of stuff that's frozen, like frozen three pound packs of hamburger frozen packs of chicken breasts um, we have frozen packs of soft ground sausage in there our kiddo she does every week is uh, it's boxes of those uh, of, uh, pierogies and frozen pizzas so obviously we need to, need to be able to keep those so I went on Rinder Center and I wanted to see what they had so I you know, looked at their chest freezers and there was one for like I think a 7 cubic foot for like 30 bucks a week so I went ahead and applied, and of course, literally got the call like the next day saying, like, you know, congratulations, you're approved. When would you like delivery? And I'm like, whatever you guys can, because we have stuff in our current freezer that's currently defrosting. So whatever you guys, because we can come out there today, I'm like, that'd be great. So they, they brought the freezer. Before they got there, I had me and the kiddo, I had her help me drag the, the big freezer. Because the one we, the one we uh, that went out on us was actually bigger than that seven cubic foot, but. We're making the seven cubic foot one uh, work, you know, because yeah, you can fit enough stuff in there. You don't need a as big a one as we had before. We had that one for a long time, probably ten years, because we actually got that freezer, I believe, when we were in Iowa, and then we brought it out to uh, moved it out to PA with us. Then it came down here, so probably at least ten years, but. Um, we got the new freezer, plugged it in, put the tip all the way down, and she started helping me move stuff over to the other freezer and anything, because there was a pool of water by this point in the bottom of the freezer. And so anything that was in that was sitting in that water at the bottom, we tossed and basically got rid of. But anything that was up still up higher and was still partially frozen, we kept because like, that should still be okay, it's still partially frozen, it hasn't been sitting in that water down there. And I mean we some of the things I had to get rid of were like steaks that were laying in that water down there, like got rid of that uh that freezer we got you know got the other one set up and whatnot so but that added an extra 30 bucks so suddenly my register bill every week now is 95 <laughs> like mother so but i think in like the next two months i believe it is probably two months or maybe give or take a week or two i believe i'll have her whole uh bedroom set paid off so we'll just own the rest of the uh, freezer and the rest of my phone 
Which they give you the option to pay off early if you can. You know, pay a lump sum and pay it off. Get a little bit of a discount. I always tell myself, oh, I'm going to try to pay that off sooner. Of course, like, I'm just never in the position to do it. So I just make the weekly payments. But and then I was, tell, so I was telling the, the telling my friend Dell about this, you know, and I was telling about how, like, I pay weekly for my truck, my Ram, because, like, when I got approved for it, they basically were like, it was like bi weekly payments of 400 and I said, can I break that down into weekly? You know, so I can pay 200 every week instead of, it, it's, yeah, that's a lot of money for a truck, but I was, here, <laughs> here's how that went, because I, you know, I got that, I had another legal settlement for the dog attack that happened when I was delivering packages. Like, literally got a hold of me, whatever, blew my knee out. I was out for like five months. Going through PT and other treatments and shots and whatnot. And even when I went back to work, I wasn't fully recovered. I was just recovered enough to be able to walk somewhat and be able to do what happened to me. So, but I had, uh, because of that legal settlement, I was able to put five grand aside. And I literally had, you know, Dell asked me this question last night. He said, why'd you buy your truck? You know, it was the end of my night. I was tired, so I didn't really have a good answer for him. I was just like, why not? He goes, well, see, there you go. Because you know, we're talking about uh, fi finances and how he's like, you should pay. Like, he, you know, those of you out there, probably a lot of us are familiar with the Dave Ramsey um, program where, like, you start, you put, you use the envelope system, which I had totally forgotten about until Dell told me that him and his wife do that at home. I was like, oh, shit, I, had, I didn't even remember that. It's been so long since I've read the, like, you know, watch Dave Ramsey or read his read one of his books, or whatever, or listen to him on the radio. I think most that's where I heard a lot of it was listening to him on the radio because being a trucker, you know, don't really have the time to hey, I'm gonna just ah, put my feet up, get out a good book, you know. If I do anything and kick back, it's all right. I'm gonna put my put my feet up. I'm gonna put Netflix on because I don't want to hold the book and read. I'd rather just lay there, my head on a pillow, relax. Watch some, watch some shows. But, so he does the envelope system with him and his wife, you know, and, you know, I've, I've always been familiar with the snowball method where you pay off whatever you can first, the smaller items, and then you pay off the bigger items, and then you're using that money and you're paying off the bigger items for, you know, things just start getting paid off even quicker and even quicker. So, um, So that's what he, you know, he was asking. He's like, well, somebody like, why'd you buy your truck? And I'm like, I don't know. I told him, I said, my main reason was I've been, I wanted a crew cab pickup truck for years. Probably at least five or five years or longer. I had, I did have a truck when we were in Iowa that I paid off, paid in cash. It was a 92 Ford F-250. Had the, the extended cab, so it didn't have the... It, the kids are able to sit in the back, but the, the, the seats are on the side facing in, which is kind of weird. I've never seen it that way before. But I love the truck. Had two tanks on it. Uh, I felt I, it was kind of like preemptively. I felt like a trucker kind of at that point because all you had to do was flip a switch to switch tanks. And between the two tanks, I could go like 700 miles before I had to fill up. So, and I know my oldest, who knows if we're reconnecting, you know, she pulls her hand out her ass, whatever. <laughs> but. I only say that because, you know, who knows if she's going to like, you know, that's another story, you know, we already talked about it a little bit, but so if she ever reconnects or she happens to randomly stumble upon this podcast, um, her and my youngest, 
Uh, they, at one point, you know, were right in the back or whatever. Actually, I guess the youngest was in the car seat, in the seat in front, and then Allie was in the back. You know, sitting in, sitting that way, whatever. There's still seatbelts in those tiny ass seats back there, so I don't, you know. <laughs> Love that truck, though, but when we moved to Philly, I didn't think I'd have a place to park the truck, so I kind of sold it off to help pay for the moving truck, you know, pay for gas for me to get out to Philly. I look back now and I do I realize when we got out there there weren't actually places to park it, so I I probably it had like ninety two thousand miles on it when I got it. You know, even in like two thousand and ten or eleven, but probably two thousand ten when I bought it, it was ninety two, so it was already eighteen years old. It had been a farm truck, hadn't really been driven a whole hell of a lot, so I look back now like man, I really wish I would have still had I kept that truck, because like yeah, I probably wouldn't have my current truck. But I would, I probably would have, you know, there might have been one or two less cars purchased over the past like 15 years or whatever, because I would have already had a truck, so we wouldn't have needed certain cars that we've had or whatever. But so he was telling, so Dell was telling me, you know, about I need to uh, like pay the minimum on like credit cards and other debt, like the the car payments and stuff like that, but the pay the maximum to like rent a center and stuff like that to get rid of those because those debts don't help your credit or whatever but car payments mortgages stuff like that and they do a little bit you know how oh, that makes sense you know but you know talking about how the whole like favor empty and talking about you have to put like you know they recommend starting with getting a thousand dollar emergency fund saved up and they don't that that fund is not for oh i i I need this food item that, you know, that I wasn't able to get. It's emergency, whatever, you know, that item is for, that money's for, for like actual true emergency. Like, you know, I have to, the way his example was, that is like kidney replacement type money. You know, like you have to get an organ transplant or something. That's what we tap it for. But, so, and I'll admit guys, I kind of just noticed like, as I was talking about that, uh, the Ramsey stuff, my mind kind of blanked a little bit. I'm like, I had a direction I was headed with that, you know, as far as like to continue on the financial discussion type stuff, but I guess we still are kind of, you know, but well, yeah, so um, just trying to think because <laughs> it's like, well, I was going with that, but you can tell when you're tired and all of a sudden, like, you just all of a sudden, you just forget where you're even where you're going, you know. But, but it's fun. Well, one of the things I guess we'll kind of try to probably probably try to close with this. He kind of wagered with you, because <laughs> he was like, and I was like, he said, "How long till you pay off your cars?" Eh, maybe a year and a half. He was, "I'll make you a bet." I was like, you, "You'll be back in there within six months." Buy another car. I said, "No, fuck that. No, you won't." He goes, "I'll bet you five hundred dollars." The way he said it was 500 to my $5, so I'm guessing, like, like, uh, if I lose, I pay him 5 bucks, but if I win, he pays me 500 I'm thinking, like, unless it's the other way around, which I'm like, that, you know, that was kind of a tricky way of wording it right there, but <laughs> pretty sure that's, you know, what it was, like, 500 if I win, but I would only have to pay him 5 if I lose. It would just be him be like, I told you, but, uh, He's like, I'll bet you $500 to your $5 that within six months after paying that, paying off your, your cars, that you're going to be back at the dealership buying another car. I was like, I was like, well, Dell, here's the thing. I was like, if it's up to my wife, probably. 
I was like, that might happen, you know. But I was like, but her car's in a lot worse shape than my, my truck is. So I could see having, you know, us deciding to go ahead and replace, you know, the Jeep um, earlier than normal, earlier than we planned. But at the same time, the way I feel about them is um, I'm trying to get rid of monthly payments. Like, everything I can, like, obviously you can't get rid of, like, house payments or your rents unless you like own your house then you don't have a house payment. most of us it's not going to be the case you know but or food per month or gas whatever you can't really get rid of those I mean, gas you can just not drive but how prob how probable is that or how likely i guess is that because we all got to drive to get to work or whatever unless you're retired live at home and you can have everything delivered which hey yeah, uh, life goals you know I will get out of the house and do stuff, but for the most part, I'll just be hanging out at home, go with gym, stuff like that, you know. Be working on my health and stuff, but not having to really do a whole hell of a lot, you know. I'll get involved. The wife basically will have a food truck, so she'll be able to do what she wants to do. That's her dream. You know, so. But, uh. But yeah, that's that's my goal, is to not have any. I'm, I'm trying to get rid of the, pay, the extra payments. Because, hell, if I can, once I can get rid of my truck payment and my wife's car payment, that's 1300 a month not going out. And then, of course, you had the rental center. Um, that's 95 extra. So, figure pay off the car, pay off the truck, the Jeep, and pay off the center. There's 1400 right there. It's not going out. I could think of a lot better uses for that 1400 including probably the, even saving half of it, you know, at least building savings or whatever. And, just working our way forward. Like I always say, guys, in, in closing, because I'm, I'm going to say that, but we're going to go ahead and close it out for now, but until next time, of course, you know. But always moving forward, guys. Never backwards. Whatever changes you make in life. Kind of what I was trying to tell my oldest back when she basically, like, did what she did. You know, what's the going on saying we were in her life? Her mom and I were trying to push her to be better. Um, we were always pushing for her to get her license so she could drive. Kept, kept, we kept being given excuses about it. So, of course, that, that's why I like to be positive with the fact that she's out there with, or, you know, with the family she's living with. And I'm like, you know what? She's not a problem. Like, she's made herself other people's problems. She's still doing the same thing she was doing with us. So, But I was pushing for her to get a better job because, like, she was working two jobs, making, like, eight bucks an hour, and they weren't really giving her that many hours. She figured between the two jobs, she's probably getting like 25 hours a week. So paychecks weren't that much versus like when she was working one job, she's making seven or eight or something, but she was working 40 hours and she was working and she was getting a, one of those days she was getting a double. So she, uh, you know, she's working a double shift. So her checks were actually halfway decent, but then she got a second job but didn't, didn't approach it the way you normally would if you go get a second job. Like, usually get a second job, you work four hours. She got a second job and, worked, and then downgraded at her, her original job. So all in all, she's technically working less hours. So she's working a lot more days, but less hours. Because they weren't working their, like, the, one, of their, one of her jobs, they weren't working her long hours. It was like, we're going to, going to work from, like, four to nine or something. Like two two days a week or three days a week, and then she's working at the restaurant a couple days a week. And I was like, Allie, I was like, if you go, I was like, hell, FedEx is always, you know, they're always out there 
uh, obviously billboards posted outside of the terminals, whatever, saying like, like, um, like package handlers, 22, 23 bucks an hour, full time, full benefits, blah, blah, blah. And since I, I know a couple, I know people at, you know, that actually work for FedEx, like in the Whitehall office. One of the guys I heard, he, he technically has been there long enough that he can retire. But he's he's still working. Like, he's not gonna just quit or whatever. I guess he will eventually retire, take his pension or whatever. So you work 20 years, I believe, and you get like a a pension or like a you know retirement stuff, and you know plus benefits. And of course, I was always telling her this. I'm like, Ali, that's a great job. Like that right there. I mean, for me, financially, I couldn't do it because. I've been doing trucking so long, I couldn't go to hourly unless it pays probably like 40 an hour, 35 or 40 an hour just to, you know, be able to make similar to what I could bring in doing what I do out here. You know. So, but there was always an excuse. It was always, oh, I don't know. I just don't know. You know, I don't want to lift all those heavy packages. I'm like, Ali, I was like, there's, you know, I've seen when people can't lift them, they have like three or four coworkers come over help lift the package so it's all about moving forward guys not quitting a job to take a, a worse paying job and you know not not basically taking a step back in what you're doing always want to be making move forward always want to be making things better for yourself it's like when i any any job i left when i left my first contractor that I was trucking for with FedEx, and I went to the one I, I was at before my current one, and then I and then things got actually my money went backwards towards the end of that one with my last contractor because they were giving me more work, my pay went down. That's when I said, uh, uh no, I'm not doing it. What do you mean? I was like, sir, I was like, I'm always trying to move forward, and you guys just told me. Like, it took me a step backwards. Like, I went from making a certain amount to 150 bucks less a week. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. I'm not doing it. So, I left. And I went to another contractor to get paid me a couple hundred more dollars a week. I said, there we go. That's better. And then I came over here. So, anyway, guys, always moving forward, never backwards. We only fail if we quit or give up and walk away. Believe you can. And you're already halfway there. So on that note, guys, I appreciate you guys being here. Feel free to like and uh, follow. Uh, feel free to, if you're new to this podcast, go back to episode one to catch up. Otherwise, guys, I will talk to you guys on episode 25. Have a good one.